Welcome to the Social Witnessing Podcast, observing the world from a nice, safe distance. All right, episode 19 with my friend Markar. Markar, how are you doing? Hi, Markar. Good. Hi, Neve. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hanging in there. Yeah, we're here. Still here. Same here. um how's it going like how how's it been how's the last couple months been for you like what's the transition been like what's your status like are you in the house not in the house honestly um it's good things are good in the beginning it was kind of like crazy just because the whole world is going through the same thing you are and you're kind of just trying to navigate how you you're supposed to deal with all of this yourself mm-hmm. you know? um thankfully and gratefully that I'm still working from home we started the work from home um right off the bat um I think it was like mid-March yeah so it's been just and I live by myself so it's just been me and the computer and the wall <laughs> for the past like two months <laughs> Oh yeah, two months, like a, a month and a half now. So, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been. But the thing is, it's been good. It's been okay. It hasn't been bad. There, I've had my moments where I'm feeling like I'm since I'm by myself, I don't have the human contact, human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I go into work maybe like once, once a month. Um, but other than that. I haven't really been, I've been in contact with my, my mom and my sister, but from a distance and my friends too. So other than that, yeah. How about you guys? Well, we joke about the fact that like, if you didn't have a kid right now, this would be like the greatest thing ever. (laughs) You just wouldn't (laughs) have to go out. I've actually thought about that too. Yeah. But then I think like, when you're actually being serious and thoughtful about it, it must be pretty hard at times. So where, where kind of on the range do you fall? Um, so yeah, I don't have kids. Um, my boyfriend, um, actually lives also too in the States. So I haven't been, I haven't been able to see him since February. Mm. Oh, wow. Like right when they, um, had the, uh, stay at home, work from home that weekend, he was supposed to come. Um, we canceled his flight the day before because it was kind of, that week. It was kind of like, should you come? Should you not come? That week was the week that um, like everything was canceled, like sporting events, NBA. Mm-hmm. So we knew that it was serious. <laughs> Where does he live? He lives in Portland. Okay. Yeah. So it's been it's been tough um, not being able to even have the option to see him. But we're like, our relationship is actually like really good um, since we communicate pretty much every day. Um, it's been good. Like it hasn't really affected our relationship that much. It's just the fact that we can't physically see each other. You guys must have not been seeing each other that much if he's in Portland or were you kind of? No, it was, um, it was a, a once a month we were seeing okay. each other, but it was a consistent once a month like it would be a weekend here a weekend there i go there he'd go come here we were actually supposed to go to arizona in april and then we had to cancel that as well so there's just a bunch of things that had to be canceled but of course we had no choice 
Yeah, I guess too, like how I always see you as someone who is like a very spontaneous, like get up and like you just plan, you just plan and you go traveling. And how are you dealing with that? Like the just kind of not knowing and not knowing the next time you're going to be able to plan a trip. You know, what's so funny is that in the beginning, um, my boyfriend was joking about how he thought that I was going to take this whole thing because I'm a planner, Mm -hmm. because I like to have that control of, um, you know, how I go about things with my life this he thought that it was just going to be it was going to just make me go crazy and I thought so too but at the end of the day um I can't control it and I really really had to um come to terms and come to peace that I can't control all these things and obviously if it was for me it wouldn't be the way it is Mm -hmm. and I think that goes with for with a lot of people and um it's crazy because everybody always has their own problems everybody is always going through something different but this time everyone has a common thing that they're going through and Mm -hmm. it's crazy because it just depends on what type of person you are and how you deal with everything you know and are are you planning through it like are you trying to kind of forecast a little bit and and think of what life is going to be like in a couple of months or have you reverted to just the day by day I've reverted to day by day because I feel like it's hard to plan when I don't know when and how long um, Mm -hmm. everything's going to go back to normal so I've really had to adjust the way I think about things and kind of how I view this whole this thing as a whole this it's it's just it's crazy but I have to do it day by day because if I plan something and it doesn't go through and then what I have to replan everything again so (laughs) I really learned how to just you know today is another day today you know I'm I try to think of the things that I have instead of what I don't have you know, and try to be grateful and just think positive because I do have my moments where I'm just, and I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And do I clean? I just cleaned yesterday. (laughs) Do I organize? I just organized yesterday. It's just, it's hard for me to sit still as it is. I'm always on the go. So I really had to really just sit down and just take this time to relax because there's nothing really else that you can do how do you do that how have you been doing that or like have you had any success and with what what do you what do you do when you're just like jonesing to go and you know you can't um I I really have to like mentally just sit myself on the couch and be like it's okay to not be doing anything like in the morning um I wake up early I I do you I've been doing yoga um every day pretty much since I've been working from home because I've actually had the time to do it. Um, That's one thing I feel like um, became a routine for me. And um, I do that and then work out a little bit and then do work. And then I try to do a little workout after um, my work hours and I'll go for a run. Um, I have a courtyard um, in my apartment so I'll bring, I'll literally bring all my weights down 
and work out there. But the thing is, some people are out there and you kind of get paranoid because there's kids running around and I'm just like, stay, stay two meters away. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't really say that. You know what I mean? You can't. You can can say that. You should say that. They're they're kids. Tell those damn kids, stay the F away. (laughs) I know. I'm not getting sick for you. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Have you guys been going out at all or? Bare- you guys barely. So we went yeah. out at the six week mark. Did we go out? Yeah. Yeah. At the six week mark, we went out. We took Parker. We drove out to um, somewhere. We're not a school tell- that we don't want to tell people about. Because <laughs> it's Is it like a secret location? Yeah. It's a secret location. If, if, if you go, if you. If you go hunt our old episodes, you can find them, but we're not going to, we've made a decision to not reveal it again. It's like a secret clue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we go to this field and mm-hmm. it's fenced in so we can bring them and yeah, we hang out there for, for a couple hours. And then yeah. today was our second time going. So we've been inside. I went work from home at on March 14th. And Mm -hmm. Parker had already been inside for a week at that point because he had some Mm -hmm. sort of wicked flu before this. So he was really sick. A.K.A. Corona. A.K.A. First wave (laughs) Corona. And um, so, yeah, it's been a while. Like we had we know we don't go out. We get everything delivered. I'm feeling I'm struggling. I don't know. That's why that's why I really wanted to talk to you, because I feel like you are so social. And like I remember when we worked together, like you knew everything. You knew everyone. (laughs) (laughs) but to be honest um ever since you know I started living by myself I've really learned to become okay with being by myself so I feel like it wasn't that surprising that I was able to cope with this um I was okay Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because I did spend a lot of time with by myself I've learned how to really um do things and just like make recipes, experiment with things. Um, I've been want I, I bake, but I've, I've tried to refrain from baking because it's just me here and I'm just going to end yeah. up eating everything. So <laughs> No work to take it all to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I've been um, cooking different things. So I've, I've enjoyed that aspect of it where I can, because I was meal prepping all the time. I don't usually eat out or I don't usually buy lunch so every weekend before work I would meal prep but I'd have like the same thing kind of three two three days in a row Mm -hmm. so now I can make my meals at home when I want to eat yeah so that's been a good thing um other than that I'm actually pretty busy at work so a lot of the times I'm just sitting in my like in front of the computer um just working away yeah, that's. I know it's very interesting that, like, I was wondering what would happen with construction, and then when I heard that it was an essential service, I was like, "Oh wow, that's yeah, awesome for like, it's, that's awesome for a lot of people, actually." Yeah, I know, and um, I'm on a pretty big job right now too, so um, it's crazy because before they did the stay at um, at home um, and work from home, we had a there was a scare. Um, for the COVID. Um, So I feel like it happened maybe two weeks before everything got crazy. Mm -hmm. And that allowed my work to also be um, a little bit more prepared, if anything. Okay. 
so they, we, they were able to put a plan in place um, really, really fast, actually. So right away, maybe a week, um, like not even more than two weeks later, they're like, okay, everyone just go home, work from home, bring all your computers. And we were able to really transition really well with everything, with IT having to help us. And we, have, we had Zoom calls every day just to make sure everybody was good. Um, but yeah, like it's still pretty busy. I actually just got my, uh, my very first, awarded my very first project by myself. Really? Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. So, and, you know, yeah, thanks. Um, it's funny because I can actually see it from my balcony. Oh. <laughs> so literally I can see like my, my, my work sign. I can see them. They're digging the hole now. So because it just started. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. It's cool to see and it's cool to actually have come this far and be like, wow, like this is going to be my project. That's crazy. Yeah. I got to so. say, like we, we were driving today to get to our secret spot and I was just yeah. thinking, like looking out the window, just thinking like construction workers right now just seem like the most don't give a fuck people in the world because yeah. they're all yeah. I mean, there's no way they all live in the same house. So that's out. Oh. And they're all like nope. hanging out, talking right now, even out outside, like past our balcony, we can yeah. see construction on another roof and they're just out there all day and nobody's wearing a mask. Nobody's keeping distance. So I know um, that that's the thing. But um, for my work, for my company, um, they've really implemented a lot of uh, policies for social distancing. We've they even made shirts for them, for all the workers. Um, there's signs outside the construction um, site um, just saying keep your distance so we have implemented as like a, con um, a contractor mm -hmm. but it's just some of the trades too right so it's 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 hard it's hard to to get everyone to listen but as long as we implement it as a company mm -hmm. and try to enforce as much as possible that's all we can really do yeah Right. I guess that's true. Cause it's not always, although you have a site, I guess it's not always your people working on yes. it. So you don't always yeah. have control over how other companies operate. Yes. We're kind of like the, the head of it. And then it kind of just trickles down to every sub trade and every company that's working on the site. Mm -hmm. So we have our implementations for that, but it's also on everybody else to do their part. Yeah. And it must be tough. Like if you're out there every day, you're already around people like I'm sure they're just like, ah, I haven't gotten sick yet. It must not be a big deal. Yeah, I know. That's kind of how it is. And um, I don't know if that's that's how it is, too, for every everywhere else, because I still see a lot of people out and about not social distancing, not wearing a mask. Yeah, so. you should you should see uh, downtown. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, is it really bad? It's, so, it's crazy. It's just like, <sighs> it's crazy. And even when, like when we tried to find our spot, we yeah. drove to like the first park outside of downtown that we thought would be okay. And it was packed. Like people couldn't have been oh so, and, and, and I got off work early so we could go when everyone would be, you know, quote unquote working. Yeah. And it was packed. It was just full of people. And then when we drove back through downtown, English Bay uh, or Sunset Beach was just packed. And where they had closed the car, like, so the cars can't park, they put up yeah. pylons. It was yeah. just full of bikes. And I was like, wow, like, no one is social. No one down there. But we, we were also talking about it today on the way back because we, the streets were so busy and people are just walking past each other everywhere. And we were like, honestly, like, 
this is the point where you kind of feel a little bit crazy because if yes. if it was that easily tra transmittable is that the word yeah transmittable yeah. then um you know we'd have like massive outbreaks because nobody seems to care nobody who's on the street right now seems to care that much and people are walking past each other and in groups and it's just like people everywhere yeah and yet we've only had like i don't know what the actual number is like but i thousand? think it, i think it's like slightly over a thousand um yeah. cases in all of bc and i was saying even if we adjust for the fact that they're not testing enough people even if it was 5x it would still only be 5000 people in all of bc and we're talking yeah. about like you said two two point something million in yeah. just greater vancouver yeah i know i think today was like our turning point when we just like we were out and i was just like there's so many people out it's, if it was I know. yeah if it was that transmittable you would think there would be, be massive more. outbreaks but at the same time the other side of that which we spoke about yesterday is anytime there are concentrated groups of people like uh the uh, meat uh, processing plants um and place and uh big, protests yeah the protests being congregations yeah. then yeah. outbreaks happen so it's like this weird thing where you don't really know what to make of it I know. And, and the thing is, it's like, people are still out there and they're kind of just still doing the same thing. And even though they're in just one or two groups, uh, one or two people in one group, there's like, um, like thousands of t people of two, of two right. in one, in one setting. So it's bound to, to transmit to someone because people don't know that they have it. Yeah. Just, they did have it. And I think that's what people don't get. They're I think that's sick. that's almost the frustrating part because there's even like one point where like I had a cough forever and I'm like I just wish I knew. Yeah, right. Was this it? Yeah. Well, I knew a couple people that were also sick maybe um December January, but it wasn't COVID wasn't that um that big then. So it was like they were sick but they could have had it but not really known because they they got past it. Right? Yeah. I went through this with Yaniv, especially when I was really struggling in the beginning with staying home. And I, and I was like, I for sure had it. I for sure had yeah. it because in January, we were so sick. Like Parker so, was- End of December. End of December, January, like crazy sick. But then my niece got tested. So we're all suffering. Like, you know, I just like yeah. waited out. Don't go to the doctor. And my niece got tested and she has influenza A. And she had very similar symptoms. So then I was so defeated. I was like, maybe I didn't have COVID. <laughs> but that's the thing. You never know. And it's just like, do I, do I chance it? Do I not? You know? Yeah. And until you actually get tested, you don't know. Yeah. And well, that's even, the frustrating part. And even if you get tested, they don't know. Like, is it evolving? Is it morphing? Like, the, the fact that you had it, does that, how long does that actually make you immune? So it's like, yeah. even if you know you've had it, you're not really, uh, you know, you're, you're not really safe yet. So just a lack of information right now. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's, everything is just evolving. So you don't even, you don't know, you don't, sorry, like, you don't really know, um, exactly you don't know like if you do have it how long are you um can you uh, how long if if you did have it are you immune to it right yeah yeah that's a big question and so yeah we always think like it'd be nice to have the um antibody test but then it's like well it might not even matter like yeah okay so you had it but but some 
they were showing or I was reading something about some studies in China. There was some a small segment, a very small segment, but people who were getting reinfected. And so they don't know, like, was it that it was a false negative before that they never really got over it or yeah. they didn't even have it in the first place or like they don't really know. That's mm -hmm. and that's a problem with anything you read and anything that comes out. It's like, well, it's all just a little bit above a guess at best now. Yeah, it's yeah. It also too. They didn't they say that there's supposed to be another wave. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. If everything, like I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's talks about reopening things. Yeah. Once everything reopens, it's gonna get even more crazier. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then like we keep talking about this too. So everything reopens. Are you gonna be one of the first people out? No. Nope. Or are you hanging? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I am not chancing that. <laughs> I feel like anyone no, who's, that's a hard no. <laughs> anyone who's isolating like pretty strongly right now yeah. is in the no camp. Like yeah. we haven't had anyone. Like we need yeah. to get someone who's out there right now and just doesn't give a fuck at all. Yeah, we need to find that person. Yeah, we need to find one of those people who's just like, oh yeah. As soon as they say it's over, I'm 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 going out to hockey games. I'm going to the bars. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even with the with sporting events, like, do you really want to be in a group of that many people? Like you're you're, you're going to be so. Um, vulnerable to getting to getting it you know yeah and I'm just not not I don't need to be in social gatherings that bad <laughs> yeah yeah no. we always say we don't we don't need to be the guinea pigs like let someone yeah. else do it exactly exactly I haven't seen my um my I haven't like hugged my my family I haven't really seen them so it's like I'm not doing this to get sick when right. everything opens, yeah. you know, I'm not risking right. all of this to get sick just to be in a social gathering. And especially because you don't know what, like the people who are going to tell us it's okay now, like Trump saying it's okay now. Yeah. And we know it's not. Yeah. And so, so like, we might not be that bad, but at one point, at what point does the government say, well, our economy needs some people out there. Yeah. So it's, it's fine enough for the, for the, greater good but that doesn't mean it's fine enough for the individuals yeah and with traveling too it's like when at what point are you do you feel safe to travel again oh man mm -hmm. who yeah you know like, when, when are people actually going to go on trips again that seems like such a far way off from ever being comfortable to get on a plane go to another country mm -hmm. like i think like i think some people will get out there right away but i think there's other others like my mom came back from Ecuador and I think it was pretty traumatizing for her like just like just the trip to even get back when did she get then, back uh she got back she had to like she got one of those emergency flights after basically yeah. after they closed the border so so yeah crazy thing um my dad is actually stuck in the Philippines um no yeah because he he went for a wedding back in like February and his flight was supposed to be in March, but then um, they canceled his flight because of everything happening. So they rebooked it um, for mid-April and they canceled that. And then wow. it was supposed to be May 5th and they canceled that. So wow. he's still there. It's been, it's been a very long vacation, <laughs> but yeah. at least he's staying with his mom. But it's just like mm. trying to get him back, right? At what, like, yeah. what point is he going to come back? Has he contacted the Canadian embassy there? Um, 
I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I tried to call um, Global Affairs here, mm-hmm. and they say that. Well, my sister talked to them, and they said there's not really much that they can do, um, mm-hmm. and they just he we just have to register him for the travelers abroad. But if if every plane keeps getting canceled, because I know one of my other family members are there is in the Philippines as well. So I'm like, imagine they're on the same flight. <laughs> and yeah. when they actually do get to go back home. But man, yeah. yeah, and even if they say you can come back, that that like that's what Sherry Michelle's mom had to go through. Like it must be so stressful, like yeah. that day of dealing with all that, being around people, being stuck on a plane mm-hmm. in shared airspace, like does the does the Philippines have checkpoints like other countries do? Um, what are checkpoints? Like, um, so like when my mom was in Ecuador, the army took over and there was checkpoints so that you couldn't travel from one area to another without proving uh, you weren't sick and that you had a flight, etc. Yes, I think there is. Um, also, they're in they're in lockdown too. That they they have like guards on um, at the end of the block and. I don't know if this is still going on, but my my dad had said that only one person can leave the household um, Mm -hmm. and they had to have some sort of pass. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they did in China and Wuhan kind of once it once it got bad is one person was delegated as the like leave the house, get groceries person. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting how all the different, like, I know all countries react differently based on their governments or their healthcare systems. Yeah. But when this was starting off earlier and like early, early in this, and people really weren't listening. And I was talking to a friend and I was saying like, it's just crazy. Like people aren't listening. And she's like, well, we have civil liberties. Like this, we don't have to listen to the government. That isn't this type of country. That's, yeah. Like we can't, yeah, they can't come in and just Im- impose their will. That's just not, people are going to get upset. And I think now we're starting to see that with the protests and people being like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> this isn't- Bring on the authoritarianism. <laughs> yeah. But in other countries, I mean, they- they're used to it. They're Yeah, they're just used to it, I guess. But yeah, like my mom was saying in Ecuador where she was, so they, they had, um, they were in a gated community and there was a guard there. And everything just shut down and he got stuck there. Like there's no bus, no nothing. He can't even get home to his family. Oh my gosh. And it's like a small town, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just different. Like here, I feel like, you know, they kept transit moving. You just, you know, and then they made transit free and they just like spaced everyone out. Like, I don't know. It's just a different, it's a different vibe. So I don't feel like the way we're distancing here is as imposing as other countries. And I don't feel like it needs to end yet until we're sure we're safe. But in other places, I could see why they want it to be over. Yeah. My, um, my friend too, she was in um, Spain and she was on lockdown, um, full on lockdown. The only, the only time she could leave was um, to get groceries. So it's just, it's crazy. Um, hearing people that you actually know go through different things in different countries and here we are Mm -hmm. just going for a walk on the beach yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah we were even talking today like when we were in our like maybe it's not that serious like all these people around not that many people are getting infected and then you think well italy is like you know on full lockdown because so many people got infected so like I don't know. What is it? 
you know, what's the difference? Like they have an aging population and that's fine. We understand that, but is is that really it? Are they more compact? Like, what is it? What's the difference? Or do they just have more people? Yeah. Like I want, I don't know. I'd like to know more. I want to know like, what, what are the stats? And I wish you could like, just get your true percentage. Like they had enough stats that, you know, okay, if I get sick, this is my percentage of like chances I won't survive. And if it's, you know, then I can make a choice about if I take the risk. (laughs) You need like, you're never taking the risk. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'll take a 3% chance. 3% 3% chance of death. That's like horrendous. A 0.1% so, chance I, is enough for me. I'd rather not have it at all. And exactly. And not go through any of that because... Preach, preach. Because Michelle's like, 1%, that's like 99 <laughs> times out of 100, you're fine. Yeah. And I'm like, you clearly have not played enough poker because 99 <laughs> to 1 are not that far-fetched. I mean, Michelle, if you ever take that chance, let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> She won't. Don't worry. <laughs> I won't be allowed to live at my house. I'll be. Yeah, she'll be literally okay. You're going out for for a night. Okay, we'll see you in two weeks. Do you guys keep up to date with all like the news and everything? Just because I feel like I was looking at it all the time, and then it just got to a point where there's just so much information out there. It's just like, what do you, you know what I mean? Like over yes. Yeah. No, I try like I'm I just get what I get through Instagram and I don't go too yeah. deep and I try to just like <laughs> the number one spot for, for real. I was news. like Instagram, I'm like <laughs> I, wa- what, I well what, I, I what follow- does Jillian Harris <laughs> no. feel about this? Uh, watch Vice. I, I, I know Vice can be very skewed as well, but that's usually what I'm watching and I, I they don't actually report on deaths as much as like the social impacts like you know people going missing in China that we're trying to report on yeah and like more like that kind of news they do so it's not as much like the doomsday like everybody's dying it's more like what are the effects of what's going on so but but no I don't I get the stats for BC every once in a while so I can kind of have an idea of what's going to go on but no, like Eni would fall down a bottomless pit and come out so messed up. Every time, like every, like once a week, I'm like, okay, I'm in a good spot right now. Like I'm having a good day. Let me just just read what's up in BC. Yeah. And like 15 minutes later, I'm like, did you know? Well, he's like cracking vodka. Yeah. I have so much anxiety. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I thought that I, so in the beginning when everything was happening, everyone's like kind of like stock up. I was like stocking up on like junk food and candy and wine and vodka. And I'm like, this is a very bad idea because if I'm stuck here by myself, who's going to consume all this? Me. And that's not yeah. a very, that wasn't a very good decision. So as, as weeks went on, I'm like, okay, more vegetables, no wine, no vodka. And it's been pretty good. Like, I feel like I would have run out of my vodka stock by now, but I'm still pretty good. Yeah. That's good. We 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 this week moved on to the bigger vodka <laughs> bottle to, to like show the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. We were like, what's the point? We keep buying, keep ordering these small bottles, like Might the, well the, the why are we pretending? <laughs> <laughs> the big one. Yeah. I think we're up to like a oh, one point one point one four yeah, liters. More bang for your whatever buck, that. Right? Yeah. yeah. We save we save like four dollars, so it's worth it. Um I don't know if you can remember, but you know, he needs a changed man now. Remember how he used to complain that he never drank? Yeah. <laughs> oh, now he has a <laughs> drinking buddy. 
and she and she's like yeah i love it like it's awesome we drink and i'm like michelle this is out of necessity i'm not doing this out of fun i'm doing this to survive the night what what made you start drinking covid oh yeah. wow like, just there's like pure panic attacks and anxiety yeah. that's what yeah that i mean that's what i joke there's like yeah. this is not for fun this is for this is out of necessity yeah, i make you right after or no yeah yeah exactly and i mean i have uh just because i've dealt with anxiety for a long time like i have anxiety medication and and sleep aids yeah. and all that and i find they're not even remotely close to as effective as just having a bunch <laughs> of drinks <laughs> and like it's just it's just yep. the facts. Yep. Just the facts. Like, if you want to kill anxiety, you have a couple of drinks and yeah. you're good. You take an anti-anxiety and it's like, yeah, it dulls the pain yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But... No, for sure. I was actually good for maybe like four, like four weeks, and then once the one month, um, the one month mark hit, I was like, oh my god, it's still happening. We're still in, we're yeah. still in this pandemic, and it's just like, oh, so. I kind of had kind of a, a breakdown then, and then I kind of got better. So I don't know when my next mark will be, but I'm sure. <laughs> it's out of boredom too. Like yeah. you, it's, uh, I always, I've been thinking a lot about the movie Groundhog's yeah. Day with Bill yeah. Murray. And it just feels like that. Like you just wake up and you're like, I'm, I'm going to do like almost nothing productive yeah. today. Because yeah. there's just not that much you can do. Like, if, if I have a great day, I'm going to work out a little bit. I'm going to be very engaged with the members of my family. Maybe I'll get a tiny bit of work done. But that, that feels like not, not yeah. that much. I, I think maybe, I don't know. Markar has been... Okay, so first of all, you used to, you used to enter bodybuilding yes. competitions. And you were very strict about working out and following a strict diet. And you have been completely motivated. Like your change, like even in the time that like we worked together was just like 180 or 360. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, moment there. Uh, <laughs> but I think maybe you, like, how are you doing now? Like you're such a motivated person. You really stick to a routine. So like, now are you finding that you still can wake up in the morning and like every day you're getting a workout in or are you having days where you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to just get through so this So I day? had my weights um, like today. I was just in a funk and I just didn't want, I woke up um, and I did the yoga, I did core. And then throughout the day, I was just felt so sluggish and, you know, I was wanting to go for a run, do a workout and I spent probably an hour to hour and a half just trying to think, do I really want to do go outside? Cause it's also too, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's work getting outside. You know, I got to make sure I have my hand yeah. sanitizer, all that stuff. Um, and if people are in the elevator, I have to wait and just also passing people too on runs. And are they going to, are they going to distance themselves or do I distance myself? It's like everything I have to think about before I go kind of mentally prepare myself, but um, it's been kind of tough to be honest. Um, I was doing spin like two times a week. I would go to the gym maybe four five to six days a week, um, sometimes twice a day still. So it's just, it's been hard because I've been sitting at home. So 
not having that movement and not being able to sweat and um, do my my workout has been tough, but I have um, weights here. I have bands. So I've, I've had to be more creative and think of different things because I only have like 10 pounds um, of this and then resistance bands. So I've used my door a lot to like prop the, the bands and kind of just try to think of different ways to isolate the muscle that I want to isolate. But you know, mm-hmm. it's obviously not the same as the gym because you have the weights, you have like the bar, you have the equipment. But yeah, I kind of have to just accept to just do what you can do. And, you know, if you gain 10 pounds, you gain 10 pounds. <laughs> what you're going to do? do? Hopefully it comes in the right spot. So. <laughs> yeah. So. And what have you replaced it with anything like all, all that stuff? Like uh, we were talking like... Uh, are you like, what do you got for shows? What's your uh, Netflix recommendations or books or music? What are you going to? What's your replacement? Um, so I, I try to watch Netflix. I try to watch TV, but I try not to watch too much of it just because I don't, I try not to turn on the TV until after I've done my workout, after I've made dinner, just so I can separate mm-hmm. the day, you know, from, from mm-hmm. working, working out, and then just relaxing because that's kind of the norm me going to work, me working out, making dinner, and then chilling out. Um, I what did, what did I just watch? I watched The Imposters um, on Netflix. But then it, I really liked mm-hmm. it. But then it was only two seasons. So I'm like, what do I watch next? So it's just hard to kind of get into something. I don't know. I wasn't really much of a TV watcher to begin with. But I feel like I've had to like force myself to just sit down and I do want to get into reading, reading more, but I just haven't been able to get, um, I would have to order books because no book, um, stores are open right now too. Right. So, yeah. And I guess if you don't have a reader or something, I mean, I could use my iPad, but I kind of wanted a hard cover or paperback just so I would get, um, be away from an electronic device. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard to, um, I find it hard to, to read on screens. I've, I've tried it a bunch of times and I always just end up not reading the book. So exactly. I really just have to order. Yeah. yeah. You end up getting distracted because you, it's just one click away from something from another app. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be on a screen after an entire day on one. Anyways. Exactly. Exactly. So are you guys, what do you, what have you guys been doing like at home? Have you guys been doing? Because Parker, Parker's in school. Yeah, he's he's in school. We had a pretty tough week this week with school, so there wasn't a lot of school. And today he missed his call with his teacher. And yeah. did, you, huh? did you email her? No, I haven't. Oh, geez. <laughs> we're, we're like those horrible parents that have. They that should have understand. Yeah. I mean, we were pretty proactive though because we kind of like before spring break we knew this was going to happen so we got him set up with a schedule right away because we knew we were going to be working from home and that he would need a plan and we had already decided that even if the schools opened again he wasn't going to go back so like we were prepared we we ordered all the books we have like all the bridging for grade two we're ready but then as soon as we started getting like the assignments from school sent to us that's when he really started to push back and just not want to do it and 
yeah, it's tough. It's like, at what point, like, at what point do we keep pushing or at what point do we just let him have his days? Because he's struggling too. Like he doesn't want to be on the phone. He doesn't want to see people and he doesn't always want to go outside. Yeah. And it was such a hard week that like, as far as getting him to do schooling and anything like that last night, I told Michelle, like, because Michelle's working all day. So it's just, it's just essentially me kind of forcing him to do school, which um, I, I had a lot of issues with growing up myself that everybody was always trying to force me and I was just never interested. And so last night I was less, like, we had such a rough day yesterday and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm literally not making him do any more school. Like, I don't care if he doesn't want to do it. I'm not going to be the guy that sits here forcing him. I just feel like a hypocrite and I don't want to, him to build this resentment. So it's, 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 uh, you know, for all parents right now, it's like this balance of what do you do? Yeah. You know, they don't want to, you know, they should, but at the same time we all grew up and none of us wanted to do any schoolwork. We all turned out fine. Yeah. So exactly yeah and I, I think we just have to keep finding other ways other ways of teaching him like maybe move it more to the weekends when I'm available and there's two of us and then just other things like even like when he was younger like how did he learn to read how did he learn to talk it was always like what's this what does this say I don't know learn to read like we just you know like figure you it out to go back to basics. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and teach to their strengths like you know if he likes stories and get him to write stories instead of answering questions about, you know, random, like, like he's learning about sharks and whales in schools. And I always hated that. It's like, here, learn some Greek mythology or learn about Athens or, you know, stuff that was meaningless to yeah. you. Yeah. But if, if it's space, he, that's all he wants to research. It's like, let's just learn about space. He just wants to research space. So yeah, maybe we just need to let him have a bit of control over what he's learning about so that he at least is interested but yeah yeah as far as like us like this is what we're doing we're doing the podcast we did for a while try to watch tv but i find that like we're so sensitive to what the programming is now yeah. that if it's a little bit too depressing i'm like oh can't even make it through an episode <laughs> mm-hmm. so might i just might, why not just make something you yourself right i i think it's a great idea yeah. because it's like you you know people are going through the same things, but everyone just has a different perspective on it. Everyone's kind of dealing it with it differently. People have kids, people don't have kids, people are working, people are not mm-hmm. working. So it's nice to kind of hear everybody's perspective on everything, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of- not, And just for people, go ahead. And to kind of just, just to kind of not feel like alone or if someone's going to through something similar, they can relate, you know, so it's nice. Yeah. And I like hearing every, like, I like the perspectives because sometimes I think, especially being isolated like this, we just get so wrapped up in our own minds and our own, like what's happening to us. And it's all what's happening. That's our world, right? It's what's happening to us. And so every once in a while on these, like, that's one of the reasons I was interested in talking to you was like, I wanted, I know, I see, I see your Instagram feed. I know you continue (laughs) to work out and I want to know how. how how do you keep going and like other people have said like I feel a lot of pressure to keep doing things or to do something else and we're we're getting good feedback of like this doesn't have to be a time where you totally change your life and come out a new person it doesn't have to be that for you and that's okay I think I think the 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 reason why I keep working out is because it's keeping me sane since I'm Mm -hmm. not seeing anybody I'm not seeing my family my friends I'm just working how do I kind of block my day from work and from my couch like what can I have in between it and 
since the gyms are not open, how can I have, how, what can I do with the resources that I have to, to kind of have it the same thing working out. And it just makes me feel better too. Like to my mental health, it, it helps with that, like physically and just trying to kind of keep the same routine as much as possible without it being too different, you know? So mm-hmm. that's kind of Yeah, and that's that, that was kind of the idea for this podcast is we, we felt and in, in talking to people we kind of knew a little bit that like everybody's struggling, yeah. like and to to give that feeling of like it's okay. It's okay that you're you're having a really rough day and that you can't you feel like you can't do it for much longer and all that, because we're all having those days. Where sometimes you feel like, uh, you know, maybe some people are dealing it, dealing with it better or, you know, toughen up. It's not that bad. People in other places of the world have gone through much tougher mm-hmm. things. And it's like, well, that's that's not our experience. Yeah. You can only have your exactly. own experience. Exactly. Even though even yeah. though your problem might not be as big as somebody else's doesn't mean that it's not relevant. That doesn't mean that it's not a problem for you. So everyone's different. Yeah. So, you know, it's just how you go about things and how you respond to it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I really wanted to know, like, just because through this, we try to find all the positive things. I actually think this overall has been a pretty positive conversation. I'm really enjoying it. Um, But if you have like one thing like going through this, is there one thing that you've noticed now that you're going to take out of this being like, okay, I did learn that or that is something I'm going to change or that is a habit I'm going to continue on with like once life goes back to our new normal? Is there anything you've discovered that's a real positive that's come out of this? Um, I think it's kind of allowed me to not just because before my personality was always like, got to plan this, got to do this, got to do that, like make sure I, I'm always doing something. I kind of have to remember to kind of take a step back and kind of just live in the moment instead of always looking towards something always you know what I mean because by the time Mm -hmm. that moment comes it passes because I'm always looking towards the next thing so um that and also spend more time with my friends and my family and not just take that for granted because I feel like you know I do like to spend time a lot of time by myself um but also too I need to also be mindful that I need to make more effort to see my friends and see my family and you know which I try to do anyways I check in um but to actively you know go over spend time with them I feel like I need to do that more now just because we've missed so much time with them so that's kind of how what I'll take from it and kind of just slow things down I think everyone just was in such a fast-paced living their fast paced lives that they don't learn how to just live in the moment. So I would really kind of be mindful and want to take that away from all of this. And, you know, things are not going to go back to normal. And I think we kind of all have to accept that, you know, Um, it might be a new normal for some people. It might be the same, but for me, I feel like I want to take something away from it where I can, um, you know, just kind of see things in a different perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel the same. I don't think that we've ever learned to go slow or even like as much as we try to be in the moment. It's really hard to learn when your life is fast paced. So this is definitely giving us that opportunity. Um, 
thank no, you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for spending the time. Uh, I'm really sad. I don't know when we're going to see each other again. I feel like our quarterly dinners are on hold. You know, that's, you know, I was actually thinking about that because it's funny because when we were working together, we would never go out for dinner. We would never really. But then right yeah. after, it was like, hey, when we got, when are we going to hang out? <laughs> Well, I think that's like when you love spending time with someone, especially in a work yeah. environment, you don't want to ruin it yeah. by then spending all the time with yeah. them outside of work. But then once we weren't together, it was like, oh, okay, well, we should well, we never ever had anybody on social media either. So, you know what I mean? So like, no. once I think we all left. Everyone's like, oh, let, let's add each other on Instagram. <laughs> I know. I know you come up like number one in my stories like you and you and three other people I look at every day and I'm like oh I miss Mark well honestly it it was so nice to chat with you guys and thank you so much for having me on here it was actually really fun it was my first podcast so yeah it was yeah it was really fun thank you so much for taking the time this was great take care guys okay have a good night